Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of Back in a Flash. Uh, we're here after a couple weeks off to talk about episode 15, which is titled Out of Time. Uh, and I'm joined, my name's Steven, I'm one of the hosts, and I'm joined by my co-host, Meg. Hello. Uh, and so just right off the top, let's go ahead and throw this out there. This is going to be a very spoiler-filled episode. There's no way to avoid that. This episode had a whole lot of stuff in it, and we're not even like gonna, so much of right. all the stuff. We're not even gonna dance around it. So no. if you haven't watched this episode, stop listening. Go watch the episode, then come back, listen, enjoy, send us Twitter posts, send us Facebook posts, whatever. Uh, but definitely watch the episode first. Because it was so good. I yeah. seriously think this one might have beat the pilot for me as far mm-hmm. as just the awesomeness of the show overall. It was yeah. so amazing. Yeah. And I'm going to apologize up front, actually, too, for um, having a cold and sounding really nasally and gross. Jeez, how, I'm sorry about this. <laughs> uh, just the audacity of some work people. through it. Hopefully I won't have this situation next week. <laughs> so sorry about that, guys. <sighs> anyway, though, so this episode was quite amazing yeah all the way around yeah it was so many... and there wasn't even grad in it well... <laughs> i know it was still awesome it, it was... was still amazing yeah everything about it i mean it could have only been better had there been grad in it but, but there was so much stuff trying to i know i can't even imagine trying to no. cram anything else into the episode no yeah because there was death and love and mayhem and yeah. time see, travel see spoilers oh, this yes. is it this is the stuff yeah <laughs> spoiler alert yeah um no there was just a whole lot of stuff going on and so let's go ahead and talk about real quick what happened in the episode and then we'll talk about what we think will stick more or less because time travel is clearly yes. gonna mess with things right right uh so in in this episode, we had uh, the big the big one for me mm. was Cisco's death. Oh my gosh! Right. I, I as soon as soon as he died, I said aloud like I looked at everybody else in the room with me, and I was like, "If he's really dead on this show, I am never watching this show again." <laughs> You're out. I'm out because Cisco is my favorite. Like. Other than Gorilla Grodd, he is absolutely my favorite, hands down. He's so funny and charismatic and just such a goofball. Um, I would have been super sad. I'm really glad. Like, he is definitely not dead. Definitely not dead, yes. Because... Because timey-wimey stuff. Timey-wimey. And we also saw the Paley Fest Fest Sizzler reel, which you can check out online. And he's got just a couple clips in that. They did a really good job of not having him play a major role in it. Yes. So when it happened in the episode, even I was like, oh my goodness. Oh no, <laughs> not There's Cisco, no way no. he's actually dead. Yeah. Uh, but no, he's he's definitely coming back. He had a clip in the Paley Fest Sizzler reel with uh, Laurel Lance, who's going to be coming to Starling mm-hmm. City in the So do you think that Harrison Wells crushed his heart? Like, do you think that's what was going on? Because he reached into his chest, and I was trying to figure out, like... Uh, Indiana Jones style? Yeah, like, yeah. did he... Just crush it in his chest, or did he? I think he just stabbed him. Oh, just yeah, just with his fingers, just through yeah. the heart. Yeah, mm. like he did the whole vibrating thing. Yeah, he yeah. shook his hand, and then just <sighs> straight in. Karate chop straight to the heart. Yeah, that's what's up. I mean, that's a way to kill somebody. That is no fingerprints, no. <laughs> unless, like, I, I mean, guess they <laughs> it'd be quite a mess. <laughs> right? 
but <laughs> um, yeah. Wow, yeah, I was totally thrown off by that. But yeah. of course, Cisco can't die. I mean, he can't die. No, there's no way that one's going to stick. But I do wonder uh, because um, of the messing, you know, Barry messing with like the timeline and stuff like that. Uh, I do wonder if that's not going to propel Cisco into his um, vibe, you know, character. Right. Right. If it's not going to make him, not necessarily bad, but just move him in that direction of. Maybe trying to be a little bit more proactive with what he's doing. Yeah. That could be. Or something. I don't yeah. know. I mean, Vibe isn't uh, historically a villain in the comic books. He is a, like, superhero character. Oh. Uh, For some so. reason, I was always thinking that he was... No. Yeah. Like I mean... him and... Uh... Caitlin is. Oh, okay. Caitlin's character is a villain in the comics. Killer Frost is. But Vibe's traditionally a Justice League member. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. So maybe he will be propelled to be an even better guy. Then. Right. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Either way, I knew it yeah. was going to change the course of his character because if you don't it's die, a big event. and you're not, and yeah, like if you're supposed to die and you don't, then yeah. obviously all of history. But, is but if time gets changed, he's not even going to realize that he was supposed to die. No, no, he it will. Have never but happened. time, the universe will right. know. Right. And yeah. all of those energies will have to go somewhere. Yep. Yep. But anyway, also, what else did you... The, uh, the big thing that I was surprised by, I guess, or right. I really didn't know how I felt about it at the time, was the reveal to Iris West. Because that, right. wasn't ex- that wasn't how I guess I imagined that her finding out, like her finding out who Barry was. Yeah. I expected it to be like, maybe like a more romantic thing, or like maybe her accidentally happening upon right. him or something. Stumbling upon yeah. a piece of and information that leads her him. to that. Right. But uh, I didn't expect it to be just like, oh, hey, Iris, I didn't want you to find out this way. <laughs> Boo! And on the flash, yeah. you know? Yeah. I just, But I was really surprised by that. But she's not going to know it. It's right. That's not going to happen. I, I do, I kind of expect that in the next episode, she's still going to find out that he's Flash. Oh, but, you think so? But it'll be in a different way. Mm. I think that she'll probably find out on her own the second time around. In like a sneaky, suspicious way? Yeah. So, I mean, some way. I right. don't know if it'll be sneaky or if she'll I mean, just of her like... being suspicious of him and right. finding her, out that Her way. finding out rather than him telling her. Right. Yeah. No, I, 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 would, I would expect that. Maybe not in the next episode. It might be the one after. Mm-hmm. You know, 16, 17. One of those uh, pretty soon here. I think she will be finding out. You know, they t- they talked about that a little bit during the Paley Fest panel that she's gonna find out yeah. in the back half of the season. And I got to assume that when they were talking about that, they weren't just talking about the thirty second snippet that she knew in this episode. <laughs> right. You know, I feel that, like they that's... might actually save that though for maybe a season finale situation because that would be a really good cliffhanger to end the season on like sure. her discovering who he is so that you have to come back and and you know see how she actually right. re- reacts to it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just I don't know. Help. I mean that seems like a very It is a big, big it is event. a big thing. You know, it's Iris West. That's Barry's love of his right. life, you know. Like right. it's it's going to be a pretty epic reveal, which is why I again I was so surprised that this was just like hey Iris, check it out. <laughs> Here it is. Right. <laughs> right. Just done. And now I gotta go. Bye. You know, and she's just <laughs> gotta like, gotta oh. go save the city from a tsunami. Right. Which looked awesome. Um, P.S. That's not how tsunamis work. Yeah, whatever. The science might have been <laughs> slightly 
slightly flawed in that. He's, but he's a weather wizard. He can make a tsunami however he wants. It's not. It's <laughs> the moon. Lunar. That's tides. Making tsunamis? That's what... Are they lunar as well? And also the whole ocean would recede, mm. or the water would recede a bunch in order right. to make that giant wave. So you would have had, like, way more space to run rather than just on the boardwalk. I, I don't right. even know. It was, like, all curvy. I don't know where he was running. And then it he was, was in the middle of the, the city. Shore. Like, he jumped oh, through right. yeah. time and was just in the middle yeah, of the city. Yeah, he wasn't on the coast anymore. Right. I don't know why he got teleported as well. Yeah. That's kind of strange. So many things. Yeah. So many things in this episode. Yeah. It was just all over the place and amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the main villain in the episode was the weather wizard. Yes. The full-on weather wizard, Mark Martin. Yeah. Uh, Which he did, I mean, a really yeah. excellent job, I think, of playing the weather wizard. He really did. He did. And the special effects for it were amped up to 11. Yes. Big time. For sure. Uh, all of the all of the weather effects that he was doing just looked phenomenal. Uh, so between the the hail ice ball yeah. or whatnot that he threw at the corner and mm-hmm. the lightning that he nearly struck Joe with. And... Although he did strike the captain who went to the hospital and could mm-hmm. never walk again. Mm-hmm. Timeline though, so he will be back right. probably in full effect. Presumably. And Presumably. hopefully not get struck again. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully I mean, Barry's able to alter that think, as well. One would think. Because uh, that'll be, put a real damper on his um, police career, I feel. Y- yeah. <laughs> well, no, are you talking about the, the captain or Barry? The captain. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he's not allowed to walk. Yeah, right. probably so. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's one that may be reversed. We also met... Uh, the captain's fiance in this episode. Oh yeah. Uh, who is not Pied Piper? I mean, in the comics, Captain Singh and Pied Piper have a bit of a uh, romance, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not Pied Piper in this universe. It's someone else, which is fine. I mean, the way Pied Piper was introduced, I think it would have been pretty strange to have him be the fiance that was revealed in this episode. Yeah. Um, and it would have just added a whole another like twist and question that they would have had to deal with. Yes, it would have been too much stuff. Uh, but they didn't really. But, I mean, he was just there for a yeah, split second. Was, we didn't really. It was a scene. Him. We he, just no, glimpsed he, him. He introduced himself. I, well, I mean, yeah. It was brief. Briefly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so what else? Can we talk about the? weather atmospheric reversal thing that cisco created for this and how much it looks oh, just yeah. like a giant uh, lightsaber sonic screwdriver sonic screwdriver yes take your pick. yes it's I was really thinking the sonic it's really like a it's a mix between a lightsaber and a sonic screwdriver oh man and the only reason the only reason i say sonic screwdriver is just because matt smith's had the little prongs the prongs at the, on end the top that yeah that's up. immediately that yeah. was like exactly what i went to i yeah i was like that's a sonic screwdriver just like a giant version of it yeah but or uh yeah yep i was gonna say it looked like loki's eyeball remover from the avengers oh yeah because it had the prongs at the end too but it wasn't nearly as long it was a pretty short handle yeah but yeah sonic screwdriver slash lightsaber (laughs) Slash weather atmospheric remover. I mean, it's it's the weather wand. <laughs> it's a thing from the comics. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. No, except in the comics, it's how the weather wizard 
creates his weather events. Oh. Uh, and in this, they reversed it and turned it into a tool to deflect from those attacks. Cool. Uh, I didn't know. Is that what yeah. it looks like in the comic books as well? I mean, I don't think that it has any particularly distinct appearance in the comics. Oh. At least the ones I've read, it's always just been like a stick, like a line. Oh. It looks like a wizard's wand, and that's about <laughs> it. Uh, so they definitely like like Harry Potter's it wand or something. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they kicked that up a notch and gave him a gave him a techno weather wand yeah. i guess it looks um, pretty cool though i mean i really like it i just um immediately i was like oh that's a sonic screwdriver where's the doctor he right. should be here right well and, and the producers of this show are big doctor who fans mm. it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to like nudge it <laughs> slightly in that direction just yeah. for fun just for uh, a nice little wink and a nod speaking of winks and nods I don't know if this was intentional or not, but I do want to point out, so this episode was called Out of Time, uh-huh. right? And there's a certain time travel franchise of movies that I'm rather fond of. may have talked about it before. Back to the Future, have you heard of it, right? Maybe once or twice. A couple times. Uh, so, they travel through time in this DeLorean in that series, right? Mm-hmm. Sweet car. Super uh, sweet. <laughs> I mean... If you're going to travel through time, why not do it with style? Exactly. Anyhow, the license plate on the DeLorean is out of time. Oh, really? How cute. O-U-T-T-A, time. Nice reference. So, I don't don't know if that's intentional. Yeah, you know, I I think it's got to be intentional. First time travel in the show, it's got to be a little, slight little nod to Back to the Future. I guess I could see that, yeah. Right? Yeah. I wouldn't have ever thought of that, though. That's actually... That's pretty cute, though. I like that. <laughs> no, I do. Yeah. I like it. I like to think that it's it's a subtle nod. You like to think that they're uber nerds, too, and that they are yeah. all into, like... Of course. Yeah. Who doesn't want to think that? Sure. And they seem like it, anyway. I mean, watching Pilly Fest, which was amazing, they yeah. seemed like they were really... That they plan every single thing out beforehand. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that was something that they thought of and was like, you know, it'd be really funny... Let's do yeah. this thing. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about Paleyfest uh, on Saturday. The creators and actors from The Flash did a big panel at Paleyfest, uh, which is a big television and movie festival. Um, and the video for that is entirely online. We'll have it either embedded on the page uh, or we'll put a link to it on our website, which is backinaflashfanatics.com. Yeah, we, we, we dished the blog spot. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so check out the post there. We'll have this episode uploaded there so you can listen to it. And we'll also have the Paley Fest panel and sizzle reel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just a slight warning with the sizzle reel, there's still some spoilers in there. Uh, so if you're trying to avoid spoilers for future episodes, it's one of the more spoiler-heavy Yes. teaser videos that we've gotten all season yeah uh more or less one after another like there's right. a few scenes In that we've all very quick seen. succession <laughs> yes. uh, i know i had to pause and play and pause and play that thing several times just so i could catch all of it yeah yeah because there was so much there's so much stuff and and it just you know these last what what do we have like 
seven or eight episodes left, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be like a, a dead sprint to the end. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Running puns. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um what else what what else happened in the episode? I mean there were so many things, but what other things oh, really boy. like tickled uh, your fancy? Well we had the, the double date at the very start of the episode. Awkward. Yeah. yeah. Super awkward. Uh, definitely. Although I feel like Eddie and um, Linda made it more awkward than it needed to be because <laughs> Maybe a bit. they're I mean, Iris and very right. friends that they've grown up. I mean, they're like brother right. and sister. They're very close. Well, right. they're not like brother and sister because then we're leaning into like incestual <laughs> type of situations See, here. See, I, I still, if you've seen Arrested Development, you'll get this connection. I still, when I look at them every now and then, I think, I think about them being like George Michael and maybe from Arrested Development where like they might be somewhat related, but they still very much have an ongoing like romantic plot thread relationship yes and it's like borderline awkward (laughs) but they're not really related so yeah she was his cousin though wasn't she or maybe 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 see that was the whole thing right from the introduction with her character oh no he said aren't you my cousin maybe It was right away. Yeah. So that's true. I mean, it was all super vague, and she mm. might have been adopted. And that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I didn't really make that connection, but I could see where you would <laughs> do, you know, draw those lines. Right. Um, right. I mean, they they played the like tabooness of the potentially incestuous relationship <laughs> on Arrested Development as a as an ongoing joke a lot more than here. Here, yes. it's definitely they aren't doing that at all. Right. Uh, but we did have that nice little conversation between Barry and Joe uh, in in Joe's car, where he just where he just at completely him. lays out the the absurdity of their relationship. Yeah, he's completely fine with it because he likes Barry, right? Uh, but but it's an absurd relationship, and and everybody knows it. Yeah, and that whole situation to... is really just not necessarily weird, but it is getting very complicated yeah and i mean they were acting like best friends that's how i act with my best friends like if they have something on their face i might wipe it off for them or something like that just because i've i'm that close to them or i've yeah. known them that long or i don't feel uncomfortable getting in their space like that or whatever whereas when you're in a new relationship with people you know you're still trying to like feel things out and kind of sort out what right. you can and can't do i guess um right but so I, mean, I kind of felt like like the other two were really making it more awkward because they're just like glaring and being uncomfortable and sending out that vibe of like, right. this is such a weird situation or whatever. When those two are just like having a good time, acting like besties. And I didn't really feel like they were ignoring their significant others by any, sure. any stretch of the word. Like Barry even kind of like turned away from Iris to talk to Linda, you know, a couple of times yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, um... It was a really awkward situation, but I don't know. But if they, I, can... I mean, they all know about like the past of Barry admitting that he has feelings for Iris. And does Eddie know though? I don't know that maybe Eddie, Eddie knows. doesn't. I, I think he, that... he had already pretty strongly presumed it. Yeah, I think um, he has an idea because he can. Right. I mean, you can tell obviously right. just looking at him, you can tell. Yeah. Um, but and I think even if Iris like told him, no, Barry said that he's just 
like we're just like brother and sister right. and that's that i still think that eddie's gonna be he's not gonna really believe somewhat her, suspicious sure. right like really mm, right this guy just gave you a replica of your mom's ring for your christmas gift which is such a thoughtful thing, is. though. Barry is just really a sweet, thoughtful person. Right. I cannot fault him for being an exceptional gift giver. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently I... Eddie can. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It's It'll be interesting to see how um, that whole situation plays out. But Right. I'm well, sorry. and we saw, I mean, we saw a fairly drastic shift in Eddie's personality tonight. Yes. Uh, not as drastic as what will probably be coming down the pipeline mm-hmm. uh, without saying any anything more to give things away. But uh, we saw him kind of confront Iris about all of this and say, like, you know, I, I can tell something's changed right. and I'm not okay with it. Yeah. Like, something's different. But do you think that that will also be altered in the timeline? Maybe. This jump through time is really screwing me with me yeah. right now because we just saw all of these amazing things happen in this episode. All of these, I don't know, points, you know, connected and right. stuff like that. And I am trying to figure out which of these are going to stay and which of them are going to be completely chucked because right. the timeline. Right. I mean, personally, I think the only thing that's really going to stay is that Iris will figure out Barry's secret. But I don't think it'll be the same way. Right. I think it's going to happen in a different fashion. Yeah. And I think almost everything else isn't going to stick. So I guess really, I'll, really, I just need to to look at what happened after he saw himself running by himself down the street, because which is most of the episode. But the bowling situation, right. that didn't happen. Eddie or that happened talking before. to Iris, all happened before. Yeah. A couple of other things did too. That maybe. That's true. But. Yeah, a good chunk of it was after the fact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. The bowling scene was before because he left the bowling thing to mm-hmm. go chase after something. I don't remember what it was. Right. Uh, and that's when he saw himself running down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what else happened? There's just this one little thing that we've completely neglected to talk about. Uh We've got this character that's been in a wheelchair all season. <laughs> it just miraculously stood up and left the coffee house. I mean, just left his Hot Wheels behind. Just yeah, he pretty much out. he pretty much just revealed his secrets to everybody of significant importance on the show, or at least everyone that had doubted him before, yes. uh, or had had trusted him in him before, rather. Uh, so now we know that his so, his name is Eobard Thon. Eobard Thon, which is the Reverse Flash from the comics. Mm-hmm. He's like the original Reverse Flash, <laughs> uh, and apparently a distant relative to Eddie Thon. <laughs> right. Um, so a quote unquote distant relative. Quote unquote Who knows distant relative. How to? Yes, I mean I I would. I don't, do you think that he is Eddie from the future? I kind of feel like he is at this point, but yeah. who knows? I mean, I mean, he could be Eddie's grandson. Mm, that's true, and that they've just been holding this grudge <clears throat> against 
Barry Allen and the Flash this entire time, like for generations, this grudge has just passed down through generations. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's still a big question of like, what was his motive for going back to kill the Flash right. initially if he wasn't Eddie directly? Right, because he Cause said I don't think that's it wasn't, that he that wasn't would... there to kill Nora, he was right. there to kill Barry. Right. And I don't think that's something that would pass down generationally. I think that if he was there to kill Barry and he's not Eddie, yeah. he's got another motive. Yeah. A, a different motive, completely separate to that the situation. relationship mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would agree with that, too. I mean, yeah. Even, even if it was that it was Eddie, I have a really hard time at this point believing that Eddie could be turned from being such a good guy to killing someone over him taking her his girlfriend from him. Well, that might have or just like been the stepping first stepping into the relationship. The first, you know, transgression. Yeah. Yeah. And and there might have been several more after that that they've, you know, that <laughs> Several more relationships that Eddie no. Eddie got into a relationship. Barry jumps in and yes, and every one of yeah, them. He's all like, of Ha-ha, them. Ha ha! Gotcha, girl. And that's it. That's the entirety. <laughs> the entirety of their feud is Eddie gets in a relationship, Barry being a good guy. Girl. Barry steals the girl. That's it. That's funny. Well, but also, um, and it just took that many times. It took until he was. <laughs> it took him like. Yeah, until 40. he was Professor Well, yeah. Professor Wells' age. Uh, Although Professor Wells has dark hair and Eddie has blonde hair, right. and I know that there's such things as hair dye, obviously. Right. But um, really, but um, really, uh, he also doesn't really look like Eddie. So maybe the distant relative thing is more, more of a, an actual distant relative rather than just right. A, right. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's terribly distant. No, no, I, mean, I wouldn't would. share a last name if it was terribly distant. But right. I, I but wouldn't like be surprised. But like generations down, yeah. rather than Eddie in the future. Right, right. Although when you said that, oh, I, I find it hard to believe that Eddie would be such a bad guy to you know kill somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. We did in that sizzle reel. We... Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. In the sizzle reel, we do see him shoot two people. Yeah. Like point blank. Yeah. So. So apparently, there though, is that in him. Though, since we've dived into spoiler territory, <laughs> yes, uh, we also saw a couple uh, villain reveals in that Sizzler reel, mm-hmm. and one of them was, I suspect, Queen Bee. Mm-hmm. It kind of, honestly, when I first saw it, because it was such a quick flash on the screen, I thought it was like a future Felicity, because it oh, was yeah. blonde the, blonde hair sitting at a whole array of computers, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and and then she turned around, and and so I, I paused it, looked at it. And, like you do. Right, like you do, <laughs> uh, and decided that it probably wasn't Felicity, and the reason is that the set and her costume were all covered in hexagons. Yeah, that like, honeycomb. Like a honeycomb, mm-hmm. honeycomb design all over the place. Um, and so I figured it was probably Queen like, Bee. literally all over the place. Yeah. like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they really wanted you to know right. that that was her thing. Right, right. Um, so tell me about Queen Bee. So Queen Bee, I don't know a whole lot about mm-hmm. her, but I know her power set. And her power set is a mind control specifically over males. Oh, okay. 
so. And how does she inject this mind control? It's just like a pheromone, just being uh, around them in the comics. Oh, at okay. Least. Um, I didn't know she had like a stinger or no, something kind of no, nothing like sexy, that. cool like that. But anyway, not continue. that I'm aware of. But <laughs> okay. again, comics and it's a TV a secondary and... tertiary character. They can kind of change it however they want, sure. right? Uh, and I'm sure she's been done different ways in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has mind control abilities generally over males specifically. So you're thinking that maybe she's mind controlling Eddie in that? Wouldn't be surprised mm. if that's Eddie being mind controlled. Yeah. Because it's just such a drastic thing. Yeah. I don't think there's any We've rational seen... explanation for him taking those steps other than he's mind controlled. This is true. This is true. We have seen hints of Eddie being aggressive in sure. certain things. You know, sure. he punches Barry in the face, he clocks him. Which was that in last the, night's episode? No, I that think was in, in the, the sizzle. In the reel, right. Mm-hmm. Which could also be from mind the mind control. control. Sure. That one I wouldn't doubt being real, though. Right. That I one mean, I actually that, kind of expect. Yeah. I can, I can understand that. Right. But he's, not, because they he's sh- not gonna shoot two police officers. Yeah. No way. No way. That's I, gotta be mind control. I couldn't imagine that he would do it in this season. If he does it at all sure. on I his mean, own accord, like, I would say it might three be three seasons down the road or something. Yeah. yeah. But there's no way it's gonna happen like that he chooses to do that in this season. Yeah, he falls that far. There's for just sure. not enough space to justify that drastic. I mean a lot of really shift. messed up things would have to happen to him before right. he would get to that right. point, you know, and right. to fit that all in like a handful of episodes coming up would be pretty intense. Yeah. But they do really pack everything in, so They do. Who knows? Yeah. Uh so should we talk about next episode a little bit? Uh I've because we saw a teaser trailer for next week's episode, Mm -hmm. which is going to feature the rogues again. We're going to have Captain Cold and Heat Wave both back, and they're going to be bringing along Captain Cold's sister, uh, Lisa Snart. Mm -hmm. She's going to be joining them. And I'm not entirely sure what they're doing with her abilities in the show. She had some sort of gun in the promo stuff that I saw as well, Uh, but I'm not really sure what they're doing with her. We'll just have to see next week, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I think that Mark Martin is going to be back again next oh, week. Oh, sure, sure. Well, uh, because he didn't really, we didn't really wrap him up in this episode no, either. He was just no. kind of left with Joe on a boat. Right. You know? Right. The tsunami heading toward the city. And uh-huh. Yeah, we don't know how that gets resolved at all. Um, so we'll see, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh and, I mean, obviously Joe so, survives because we do see him with Gorilla Grodd right. in the sewer. Right. And also with Quentin Lance, who's going to be coming into the oh, yeah. later half There was of the a season. bunch of Arrow characters. Yeah, there were. That I visited. mean, there were four, at least. Because we, we knew about Ray mm-hmm. and Felicity, Felicity. coming mm-hmm. in episode 19, I want to say. I think it's 19. Okay. You can check online. There's a thing called the internet and the search engines. Yeah. Uh, and then Quentin and Laurel are both coming as well. We yeah. saw them in the sizzle reel, and I'm not sure which episodes they're coming in. 
I don't uh, know what the hell Arrow's going to do with, like, all of his team gone. <laughs> like, all his people right. are out, yeah. you know, They're helping. In Central City. Just hanging out. I mean, I'd, I'd rather go to Central City, too. <laughs> I think I would, too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Starling City is a pretty nasty place. Though Central City's getting pretty nasty yeah, with all the metahumans, to too. Nasty too. It's just much more explosive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, so that's what's coming up next week. Next week we have uh, the Rogues, and then the week after that is Trickster. Yeah. With, with Mark Hamill coming to the show. Uh, I know you're really excited about I that. I am so pumped. I finally got through uh, enough of the old Flash TV series to see a Trickster episode. And it was a blast. It was really fun to see Mark Hamill doing that role because, uh, like, I, I've watched enough Batman animated series and I've played the Arkham games and I know, like, what his voice sounds like as the Joker. Uh-huh. And, and I know that this role as the trickster is what led him to get the role as voice acting for the Joker. Mm-hmm. And so it was really fun to see, like, shades of that character, shades of the Joker in the trickster, uh, and how they kind of, like, melded together in the universe. Uh, cool. It was really neat. Cool. It was really, really cool. So what are you looking forward to the most um, about seeing him uh, re- reappear on The Flash? On this Honestly, I want to hear, hear a laugh. I want to hear him laugh <laughs> so badly because he does that. That's like, it. That's all you need is just him to giggle or just to laugh aloud and just. That's he just it. does such a good, like evil, maniacal laugh. <laughs> you make it sound like it's just nothing, but it's so good. No, I know it's pretty iconic, actually. Yeah. But um, that's it, though. That's like all you're looking forward to. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking laughing. forward to seeing. The trickster and the new incarnation. Yeah. Uh, everything I've seen of, I think it's Devin Grayson is the guy that's playing the new trickster. I might be mistaken. If so, I apologize. Uh, again, search engines. The internet. You can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, go search Flash TV show trickster and it'll be there. <laughs> Ta da! Like magic. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward um, to that as well. There's a few things that I'm actually looking forward to. I mean, I want to see the trickster. I know you're really, really pumped about that. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited, obviously, to see more of Gorilla Grodd and him to actually come out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, Yeah, because we haven't really gotten... You haven't really gotten a chance to talk about Gorilla Grodd <laughs> in the other episode. So, what did you think... Of Gorilla Grodd's appearance. Um, man. It was so good. He looked so good. Mm-hmm. And the little glimpse that we saw of him on the sizzle reel, he looked amazing when Joe, you know, has to mm-hmm. see him. And um, at the Paley Fest, uh, Jesse L. Martin was mm-hmm. talking about how he, he gets to work with this <laughs> right. giant, you know, invisible gorilla he's like it wasn't really there but it was a giant gorilla and it was the coolest (laughs) thing and i mean i would be just as pumped about that too it'd be super exciting no um but like hearing his voice and 
they did such a good job with that too where it actually i know gorillas don't talk but if they did that's like what they would sound like you know it's pretty perfect yeah all the way around yeah and he looks ginormous roaming around in those sewers so mm-hmm. i can only hope i can only hope I hope he gets to come out of the sewers. Yes. In, I, don't, I don't think he'll come out of the sewers in this season. My guess is that he won't come out of the sewers until next season. You're probably right, but I will be very sad if that's the case. Because <laughs> um, I'm so looking forward to this. And also, I really want him to just like put together a whole whole army. community of army. gorillas. Like a, like a city of gorillas? Like a city like, of gorillas, yes. Maybe you could... Call it Gorilla City? Yes. Oh, man. What a cool idea. That would be so epic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and it could Uh, be, like, hidden from the rest of the world. Right, right. But Barry could go and visit and hang out with all these gorillas. Because, let's be honest, most of the gorillas probably completely decent people. Well, yeah. I mean, they're not going to be the ones who have been tortured and molested their whole lives by, you know... General Eiling or whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's really all General Eiling's fault. Gorilla Grodd's just got PTSD, man. I cannot fault him. True, true. But I hope that he just makes all these other gorillas hyper-intelligent and <laughs> creates a whole world. Yeah. Yep. Anyhow, anything else we need to talk about? No, I think I that's think about that it. I've said plenty. I so. think we're good. Uh, so we'll be back next week to talk about the new Rogues episode. Uh, tweet us your thoughts and we'll be back in a flash. 